Hello and welcome to the Cafe Hustle podcast and with me Andy Jones and we are today talking about how we deal with unhappy employees. Now I know we always talk about how we deal with customers and, and it's a big topic in the coffee industry but obviously from a leadership point of view dealing with our employees is really important. Again and I know I mentioned this a lot on the podcast they are what deliver our vision to our customers or certainly that's that's the intention of what they do now in this episode i'm going to talk through a few approaches of how you can deal with someone who is not necessarily performing as best as they could they're not showing up to their full potential but also someone who isn't necessarily helping the other team members to live up to their potential now, a, a, an employee who isn't necessarily engaged and motivated can, they can cause that dysfunction amongst the rest of the team. And it's no good for anyone in that situation where everyone's trying to deliver this amazing service for our customers. And you have this one person who, and it may be one, it may be multiple, who are dragging the team down and holding you back and weighing you down from fulfill, fulfilling that maximum satisfaction for your customers so we're going to get into this episode after we thank our sponsors but first please help us by sharing this podcast or this episode if you know someone who needs to hear this sort of subject and if there's anything in any of the previous episodes that resonate with you or they've helped you in any way please consider leaving a rating and a review of the podcast wherever you get your podcasts and also follow or subscribe to the show because then you can keep up to date with these important important conversations that we have that are relevant to not only the coffee industry but to hospitality and certainly from a leadership point of view every single industry it's about human interaction and that's what we're all about here on the cafe hustle it's all about people first leadership so anyway we're going to get our message from our sponsors and then we're going to get into this episode so at the Cafe Hustle, we are all about setting yourself and your business up for massive success through great people and organizational leadership. One of the big things in doing that is having your systems and your processes all in place and more importantly, documented in a really organized and manageable way. Trainual gives you that option. To find out more, head over to thecafehustle.com forward slash Trainual. See how Trainual can make your life and your business life better. So here we are, and this is episode 99 of the Cafe Hustle podcast. And yeah, so come on Monday, we've got a great episode with Christopherio from Keys to the Shop, so don't miss that. But first of all, in this episode, we're talking about how we go about dealing with those employees that aren't necessarily happy in the role that they're fulfilling. They're not engaged with our mission, vision and values. They're not motivated to the extent that they need to be to deliver the service standard, the service level that we aspire to for our customers. And then in, as, a, as an extension of that, that's what keeps them coming back and spending more money with us. So it's really important that we get our customer experience right. And and that really, we need to have the people behind the bar, in the kitchen, even firing on all cylinders in terms of their engagement so that they are bringing that great experience for our customers. So you probably relate to this person, whether as a leader 
or as a customer, you know, you go into a coffee shop, a restaurant, any retail business, and you've got that person who really doesn't want to be there. They're waiting to get off or clock off as soon as they can. And they're just not, there's no energy there. They're not engaging with customers. They're not engaging in that conversation, connecting with the customers, which again, like we talk about customer experience, that's part of really big part of customer experience is getting that engagement with your customers and you'll probably like I say you probably know from a leadership point of view it's the type of person that just pushes back on everything that we bring forward every every idea is a wrong or a bad idea and it's not gonna work or you know that they're talking to other team members behind their back they're, they're talking basically undermining what we're doing as a business and it's really it's really important that we we jump on that and I say don't say jump on that in terms of like jumping on it squashing it getting rid of it completely but we have to deal with it leaders as part of what we do we have to have the difficult conversations to deal with this these problems as they arise because otherwise they spread and we'll probably all know these sort of things spread. Certainly for me as a leader in our coffee shop, there's been times when employees really felt the pressure or one or one in particular felt the pressure and it rubbed off on other people. You know, it wasn't a particularly bad day, but it began to go that way. So this is why addressing this is really, really important. So as a successful leader, to be a strong leader and an effective leader, we have to be extremely comfortable having difficult conversations and being able to approach them with empathy. But I think the first step before we even get to having those conversations is we personally have to commit to ourselves that this is a problem And that we need to work with that person to address their issues and essentially solve, you're solving the problem. But yeah, the big thing is, is that we have to acknowledge it in the first place. It's not one of these things that you just leave and it's going to go away. If you leave it, it's actually going to get worse and it's going to continue getting worse to the point where it could destroy your entire team culture. So yeah, you have to commit to solving it. What you can't do as well is you don't vent to other employees. It's a really bad habit. As almost as a way of validation that leaders have is, is this really something I'm, am I just seeing this or are other people seeing this as well? But that's not the way to get that validation. Don't vent to your employees because it's almost like talking behind the person's back. You're talking about them with their peers, in, as in their colleagues in, in the coffee shop. And it starts to then breed this distrust among other employees you know they're seeing you go around talking about a particular employee venting or gossiping about what they are or aren't doing and then they start to think will you do that to me would she talk about me behind my back if she wasn't happy you know these are the things leadership's all about developing and building trust in the first instance and these are the sort of things that start to destroy that and start to even just fissures and cracks between any of the the building blocks that you've built up of trust, they all start to weaken because you start to have these, you know, 
conversations behind the back. It's disrespectful, and that's certainly for me. Respect is one of my core values personally, uh, and you don't want to see that in the workplace. So, other play, like I say, you have to confide in someone, whether it's a coach, a mentor, to discuss the problem. Someone external, even a business partner, someone external who you can trust and you you value their input because you need to have to get that validation. This is what you're seeing. This is what this person's doing. Is it something that you should be addressing? So you've got that feedback. You've spoken to someone else. You have acknowledged you need to to commit to solving that problem. And now you really need to have that conversation because it's not going to go away any other way. Okay, unless this person leaves the business, but there's a reason they're still here. They're still working for you. And it's your duty and this is my opinion as a leader, leaders are there to develop people, not just to make them do a job for the position they're in now, but it's all about making them better people, whether it's to continue in your organization or one of the really valuable things or the real, what was one of my biggest passions is when you develop someone up and they go on to bigger and better things. It was always great when people did that. So that's really part of what we want to do here. We want to address it. We don't want to leave it. So the first thing you really have to do is you have to choose the right time and place carefully. Find an environment where you can be relaxed. The other person, if they want to, can really talk openly. You can talk openly. So, you know, you've got to keep it private as well. Don't have this in public, certainly around where customers can see, but definitely around where your employees or the team members can see because this is a private matter. Something you're addressing as the leader of the shop, whether it's owner, manager, wherever you fit, it's really important that there's an element of privacy. And try not to script the conversation. Generally, these sorts of conversations, in my experience, they don't ever really go to plan. And if you've ever had them yourselves, whether it's with your partner or your spouse, they take a turn generally that you aren't expecting and you have to react to that. So don't script the conversation. Apart from the fact that we're trying to build a connection here with our employee bringing a script into play and where you very clearly are sticking to a script, it can disconnect the two of you and you're actually, it will work against you if you do that. So go into it, have an idea of what you want to say, the outcome, but don't necessarily script word for word what you're going to say and reel it off without any sort of conversational element to what you're talking about. So I'd approach it first by asking them if there's any problems, anything they're not happy with that isn't working in the shop that maybe you need to address and be aware of and certainly touch on whether it's an issue with you personally or whether it's a more of an organizational issue. You need to know where what you're dealing with, really. And you have to get it in a position where it's safe for them to open up and be, be confident that it's not going to be something that's held against them. You are there showing up in in this instance as a leader to address their concerns, address the elements of the workplace that aren't making them happy and are demoralizing them. So they need to know that you're coming to this place from a point of view of care, empathy and respect that you want to help them work through it. And really, this doesn't happen enough in the workplace we have 
so many well, we've all heard of quiet quitting it's really big at the minute but this all comes back to, it's nothing new people have done this before they go into their shell they do the bare minimum they're not openly talking about things that have happened or things that aren't happening that management should be doing this or the, the team leader should be doing that they just go into the shell they don't bring the energy they don't bring everything that they should do to the job and like i say this is nothing new but how we break this down and start to get our employees talking about their concerns and the things that aren't working for them is to start having these conversations and building that connection because really quiet quitting is just almost like a passive aggressive protest they're just not vocal or doing anything visually they're just acting not in the same way and not what is really expected of the role that we have in there. But the main part of this is, is really having this conversation to clear the air, get it out there. We all know that where we have these issues, problems, whatever they are, whether it's in our personal lives, the more we talk about it, certainly from a mental health point of view, the more we talk about it, the better it is. We get it off our chest. You know, there's less to be concerned about when it just feels like it's off our shoulders and that's what this is about and it's not about shaming them into working better it's all about getting to a point where you as the leader the person who can make the decisions can understand where you can do better for them as an employee and they might they may deny that that's the case they may come back and say oh no there's no problem there's nothing wrong but just reiterate in that point don't try and really force the issue because this isn't something that always works in a one-off session. But just reiterate the fact that you need to, you're happy to receive this feedback. We're all working towards the same goal, which is our mission and vision. We're all basing our progress and our work on our values. And part of that is being open to that feedback and making the changes that you need to. And you can't make those changes without knowing about them. So make sure that they know that you are open to the feedback because you want to develop yourself as a leader, but also that it's, you want to work better for them in the future. And Really, whether you do get any information back on this on the first time you have a conversation with them, if you do get some, act on it, if you can. And I'm not saying you act on everything, because really, as a leader, you have a greater, a higher level view about what is going on in every part of the business. But if you can, either act on it or explain, explicitly explain why we couldn't possibly do that. If they add another dimension to that, well, there's no reason why you can't revisit it and have a look at it again. But you have to either, there's two ways about it, is either admit or agree to what this person is saying as being an issue and therefore you're acting on it. They're seeing that as a trust. You've built that trust or give them a really good reason as to why we can't not, we can't do that in this business because of this, this and this and the knock-on effect that it would have further down the road so that's really part of this is is getting building that trust and showing that you're listening showing active listening repeating back even what they've said so that they know that you've understood where they're coming from and you know giving them the confidence that what they're saying they've just opened up with this information is going to be heard and something's going to be done with it and set a date set a date say even if it's two weeks time somewhere in the future don't make it too far ahead but make sure you check back in with them don't you've 
managed to start this connection and this feedback loop. And I, I, I really suggest you make this a regular thing. Go back again and again and again and again at regular intervals to have these conversations to make sure that you yourself are making progress as far as that particular employee is concerned. But making sure as well whether you need to do something differently, that something that they, even the employee thought might work, it hasn't quite worked to make them happier. Maybe something else needs to change and that's your opportunity then by going back. It's that feedback loop. We need to keep doing that over and over again because over time, things change, they'll never stay the same. And like I say, this sort of conversation shouldn't just be a one-off where there's an issue with a customer, not a customer, an employee. It shouldn't just happen once and then, oh, we're happy and then we're going back to the beginning. This is something that you should have with all your direct reports in particular, regular conversations with them about what's working, what's not working, and what we can be doing, any ideas that they have to to move the business forward, move the needle towards where we all want it to be and that is success and delivering on our mission because this really this type of conversation is a fundamental part of my or fundamental part of my leadership framework that we'll be teaching inside our leadership academy and it's a really important skill to have in your arsenal as a leader because that is one building connection it's developing that trust which is the foundation of great leadership but it's also about you leading the organization and taking it along with the people to the next level, to a different area, to adapt to as either your customers or the economy or whatever. Your employees are on the front line every day. They're engaging with the customers. They have great ideas how things can work more smoothly, better for them, better for the customers. And that is really a, a really valuable conversation to get into regular intervals with your direct report and start getting that feedback it's it's invaluable and it's, it's something that doesn't happen enough and even just implementing that can be a really big first step loads of progress with your team just by taking that step and regardless of all the other work you can do that's a really a really big return on investment if you can start having these conversations uh, with with your people and I personally believe, and this is my opinion, is that one of our biggest opportunities as we head into a time of certain uncertainty, it's, that's the, the only certainty is that the future is uncertain in terms of inflation, costs are going up. But I think now is the time that we should be investing in our teams. As our businesses move through the years, the one constant that we have, apart from serving great coffee and great food, is that we have these people under our in our teams who are delivering experiences for our customers and this really this time now where we don't know what's going to happen i employ invest in your people now to really gain that that benefit in the long run have your people more confident in what they're working towards like you know developing your values your their mission and your vision and start basically empowering them to do the job you've employed them to do. And don't forget, if you want 
someone to help you to work through your leadership challenges, through one-on-one guidance and coaching, certainly, like I say, around your leadership, your systems, drop me an email at andy at thecafehustle.com and I'll arrange to have a chat with you and see if it's something that we can work together to really level up your your leadership because I think once we come out of if there's a, if there is a full-blown recession, we need to be coming out the other side with our teams in a position where we are really ready to hit the ground. We don't want to be building our teams back up or building frameworks for leadership at that point. We now need to be adapting and thinking, right, how are we going to weather this and come out the other side? And I fully believe that our people are going to do that for us. And that's why I say we need to invest in them now to get the big, the really big benefits of that. So I really hope this, well, I know I'm taking a big Point, point at this one but I really I do think that this will have resonated with everyone who has listened to it whether it's in their personal life or in their professional life we know we've been in situations like this where we have to have these conversations be upfront about them and you know deal with people who aren't necessarily 100% happy so I'd love to have a conversation with you privately you know drop me an email again at andy at the and tell me what's worked for you, what hasn't worked, what are your what are your biggest lessons? I'd love to have that conversation with you. It's that's what this the podcast is all about. It's all about those conversations. So certainly I really appreciate it. again if it has helped you the podcast in any way, please leave us a rating and a review. It helps us get to a wider audience to get to people who really need to hear this the conversations we have certainly now around you know a lot of uncertainty people are worried people are scared and that's completely normal and again the more we talk about these feelings and how we are approaching the future the better it is for all of us in the industry and you know thank you so much again for spending your time with me on this episode and and like i said it's it's episode 99 i can't believe we're already at episode 100 of the cafe hustle um yeah so that's with chris defira and again we're talking about what the opportunities are for us as an industry going forward into certainly the end of this year and into 2023. So that's with Chris Deferio of the Keys to the Shop podcast, which I know a lot of you will probably be be familiar with. So make sure you follow the podcast, subscribe to it wherever you get your podcast so you don't miss that. But yeah, in the meantime, if there's any subject area that you really want me to cover, to get into... Drop me an email again at andy at thecafehouse.com and we can try and get that, that working. But anyway, in the meantime, I really hope you can join us for episode 100 on Monday. That's going live on Monday. Um, but in the meantime, have a great weekend and thank you again for joining me on The Cafe Hustle. I really am thankful that you'll take your time out. This, what we are at, say, 20-odd minutes of of your Friday to to join us on the Cafe Hustle. Anyway, have a great weekend and I'll see you next week for episode 100 of the Cafe Hustle podcast.